The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And it's time now on America's Web Radio to for a bite of reality with Mark the Shark. And Mark has been on the treadmill getting ready. He's got it a rhyme time that's second to none. He was preparing it. I can't tell you where, but it's a smaller room with a door. Uh, but anyway, he is prepared for you specially today. Rhyme time on a bite of reality. So now let's welcome Mark the Shark. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Me and Elvis here. Well, I'll tell you, it's been an interesting week. Last week we were a little under the weather, but it turns out that I went to go visit a client of mine in a nursing facility and they tested me for COVID and I'm COVID negative. Negative, negative. Sort of like the economy, negative. But I think what we'll do is thank you very much for that great entertainment interview and, uh, you know, the, the announcement that I'm here lets you know that I really am here, but I'm not there. It's virtual. It's kind of like our president. He's really not there. But we think he's there. You know, honestly, before I get into Ryan's time, I just wanted to say something before I forgot. Since he got COVID, it has been the most that I've seen him in the White House. <laughs> we haven't had to look for him in Delaware. We haven't wondered if he's in the basement bunker testing it out. It's been fantastic. He's been hanging around in the Oval Office, finally sleeping good and finishing his meal. Well, that was that was great, though. All right, so and he cleaned his plate. I'm telling. Oh, that's right. I forgot he cleaned his plate, emptied his diaper. Everything was good. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to jump right into rhyme time for you because we got a lot to cover this week. It's been a really fantastic week again in America, and you would think every once in a while we'd have trouble finding headlines, but no, not at all. Not on the Joe Biden administration. It's been phenomenal. So let's jump right into this. It's really not that hard to see that the things out there are not the way they should be. We are failing to be the America we were, and we can't even figure out or define now what is a her. When did the train fall off the track? Let me show you so we have to go back. There was a time when all men were created equal, and justice was applied without a change in party. You didn't need a sequel. Justice was once dispensed to everyone the same without checking to see if you had a D or an R after your name. All men were created equal was once a fact, and now it's equal justice that they lack. Two genders are no longer the norm, unless, of course, lately you've looked at some porn. For which way did they go? The same people we used to know. We really can't see. That the apple doesn't even grow or fall far from the tree. Even growing a tree, they'll tell you it's not true. And now America is caught in the claws of the blue. The family is done. The anti-colonizers have won. And we have nothing left, not a thing under the sun. As I asked before, where did it all go wrong? We let it happen. We sold out to the media for a really cheap song. 
The media told us the lies and told us not to believe our own eyes. It's a peaceful protest, you know, except for the fire and smoke on the TV show. Don't pay any attention to what you might see. Believe what we are telling you, or they'll prosecute you to the max for free. We trusted the media to give us the scoop, and now all that we are getting, it stinks now like poop. For if the media, I think, began to tell the truth, America, America would see their forked tongues. You would not need to be a super sleuth. For let me try and redefine some words for you. Like the people wearing the blue sneakers, who really knew? Blue sneakers are Democrats that tell you there's no recession. For any definition is a transgender, just a slight different economy progression. They told you it's two quarters down, it's okay. And things are all gone down, on their own, anyway. But down is not up, and up is not down. You have the world now being turned upside down. Now the definition must change. The R word is not what it means. There is no recession for us. Tell you what I want. I want to know who's counting the beans. So if the facts don't matter, don't be sad or pout. I'll just take out my dictionary and my markers and cut the defining words out. If there is no definition for people to hear, when we say the dead economy is going great, Americans will believe us and cheer. For truth is a distant memory. You remember it's dead? And the Constitution, by our elected officials, they need it reread. For when truth does not exist in our government you know, there's no longer any reason to watch Morning Joe. But the acts, they continue to go after President Trump because the Blue Party's current president is completely in the dump. You don't have a plan or a policy that works, most of what you've done was done by your administration. It's at best a team of jerks. They have made America go straight down from our big success. You took away and destroyed all of Trump's progress. From energy independence to rolling blackouts we go. So pushing green energy, we can't plug in our cars. There's no energy to go. So I broke out my windmill and prayed for a storm. I guess lights out, America. Only three days of energy. Sorry, AOC says. We have to transform. But don't tell our climate czar to stop and refrain. For his carbon footprint from his private jets is so large it's insane. He produced so much carbon emissions, it's hard to realize. He produces more of a carbon footprint than some third world countries two-thirds American size. But don't dare mention that fact. It just gets in the way. Play t pay close attention to all the climate activists and hear only what they say. Don't look at what I do. Just pay attention to what I say. If you don't listen, I'll crush you with some more stupid regulations. I'll completely ruin your day. For I'm the government, and we have actually lost touch with what Americans need and now we'll tell you, you have too much cut back on your feed. This week, if you can believe it, they said America was doing great. If they think so, then unfortunately, it's not what kills you, it's what you create. For our elected officials have no sense of what reality we face. It's the economy, stupid. It has nothing to do with race. The people who lead 
have since all lost their way. They know not what they are doing and then make strange laws and more taxes we'll all have to pay. But the most curious thing that has happened this week is that Joe Biden got COVID. He was in the Oval Office, so we could actually find him. We did not have to seek. It's the most time that he has spent working since the election. I was wondering what he was doing because Trump got him the vaccine for his infection. But no kudos were forthcoming from Joe. He forgot that Trump was instrumental in creating the vaccine so that Joe didn't have to, the angels go. Just once I like credit to go where it is true and stop creating facts with the reality that they have nothing to do. But on to the next topic, we must now move along. When China gives us a warning for Pelosi not to travel, we have absolutely got to be strong. If this administration now backs down to the China threat, can't tell us what to do. We're not quite there yet. When Biden gets onto the phone with China's Xi Jinping, I can't wait to hear the idiot things come out of Joe's mouth. And what if any ideas that he brings? Doesn't seem to be much of a battle of wits. Of course, if no one of the parties is unarmed, actually, of course, if one of the parties is unarmed, wear the shoe if it fits. I am clearly concerned about the direction of this country and where it does stand. Under the new definition of words, two birds in the bush are no longer worth one in the hand. Our national policies don't anymore seem to make sense unless you're Hunter Biden making money or for America's lack of defense. For who could sell his last name better than him? Got pictures of him doing everything illegal as well as his Uncle Jim. But have no fear, Joe Biden's his dad. And the federal law enforcement agencies, they won't dare make him sad. They will bury the facts all the way down to China and make it all a delusion. And then any left will just be made Russian collusion. For justice in this country is no longer fair. And it seems that the progressive left, they really don't care. For if justice is only enforced against one side or the other, it's that scary story about, you guessed it, Big Brother. For when we know there is no justice being enforced, the lawmakers and our elected officials, another party must be endorsed. For as we become a third world nation who silences its opposition, just wait for them to come to you. They have already ripped down our tradition. Ah, now there are words from National Security John Kirby. We're going to wind up facing China's tanks and a bunch of yellow Herbies. Our military is now quite, is not quite up to par. After all, with all the racism, equity, mediocrity, and inclusion, if it's not lethality we seek, we better not go too far. Not front and center, our military should focus its force. Got to be lethal, not sing songs and join campfires, you might think, of course. Where did all the Republicans go? With all the rhinos we elected, they disappear. And then we have nothing to show. So what have we learned with Rhyme Time this week? It's not all roses and rainbows. We have to get a better government. That's what America seeks. Go forth and find the answers to the questions that you seek. But if you're a Republican, be careful what you say. The feds will come for you, and the outcome will be bleak. Just remember, 
what the chairman of the Federal Reserve did say. We are not in a recession because we have redefined that that term as of today. So now, look at what's really important in America this week at the end of rhyme time. We've come to, well, let's see, block one. Pelosi attempts to fly the coop or take the family on vacation to Taiwan. Taiwan, I should say. Depends on what China says this week, I guess. The red line from the maker of the red. So this week was really quite historical, I'd say. We had a foreign government telling us where our Speaker of the House could go. Yeah, let me say that again. We had China tell us that our Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, could not fly to Taiwan. Well, China threatens the USA and Biden continues to take it? Well, let me get this straight. So now his new nickname should be Back Down Biden. BDB. It's nice and easy. Simple. It'd make a nice count, you know, make, make a great advertisement. You know, hey, it's BDB. So why didn't Biden spoke to him for two hours and 17 minutes, they reported. Let me get this straight. In two hours and 17 minutes, and then the release of what China said and what Biden said, China denied that Biden ever brought up the trip of Pelosi. China says they never brought it up. Joe says he brought it up. So who do we believe? Hey, where are all my Republican buddies? Where are all the rhinos? Where are they all sitting out there going, release the transcripts? Here's the difference between Democrats and Republicans. Let's get this straight. Democrats are excellent at getting stuff done when they want to be nasty and mean. When they wanted that transcript from Ukraine, they got that transcript. We haven't got a transcript yet from Joe on anything, actually. And now this giant conference with China for two hours and 17 minutes. What happened? Did the red line get erased? Here's the difference between China and America, I can tell you this much. If you remember when Obama drew the red line in Syria, it's a red line in the sand for us if you use chemical weapons. Well, no, actually it was a red line in the wind. And when the wind blow, (laughs) the wind blew, gone. Red line was gone, no problem. China, I can bet, will take an action. What they're going to do, who knows? But you know what? After our showing in Afghanistan and the way we're taking care of Ukraine, where we're giving them weapons enough to come to a draw, not to win. I don't get it. Either we're in the war or we're not in the war. And everybody says, oh, my God, it'll be World War Three, Dudes, it has already started. These proxy wars have already started. What were we doing in Syria with Russia? You think Russia wasn't playing on the other side and we were playing on this side? Yeah, it was going on. So why are we afraid? Why are we afraid of Russia? You have to understand something. And I used to say this. In a perfect world, Obama would have been the perfect president. It's not a perfect world. People don't sing around the campfire, kumbaya, when they go to these G7 and G8 meetings. When they go there, they try to figure out how to defend ourselves against each other. So why are we missing that point now? Here's my, here's my theory. 
My theory is Pelosi, Pelosi's probably Pelosi. It should be Lala Pelosi. <laughs> I heard about Lala Pelosi. She may not go to Taiwan. They're going to come up with some wild idea or they're going to claim she has COVID or she didn't pass her brain test, cognition test or whatever. If that was the case, Joe would never leave the basement. But, you know, I'm trying to not attack the president this week because people have been complaining that I've been attacking the president. It's kind of tough not to attack the guy. I'll tell you, you want to lead the free country. You want to lead America. You know, don't lead us in the wrong direction. Lead us in the right direction. So they say it's been five months since Joe spoke to Xi Jinping. And he last spoke to them in March. But there are three things that are going on here. First of all, China just told us to go F off. And Pelosi better not go to Taiwan. So our our policy on Taiwan has been the one China, so to speak. So we don't formally recognize Taiwan as a different country. But it's kind of like an autonomous part of China. And subject to Chinese rule. And that's, listen, whatever, that's the policy, that's what they came up with, whether you agree with it or not. But then on the other hand, we've been talking about defending Taiwan. So we're going to get involved in another internal strife between China and Taiwan. The way we acted in Afghanistan, the the way we're acting in Ukraine, is that how we're going to help them? If I'm Taiwan, I'm going, no, thanks, Joe. It's okay. We got this. You know, I've never seen a more incompetent military leadership than what we have now. But here's the other problem. And I don't know if you've heard about it. If you've been watching anything other than, you know, like Fox News or some of the other political newspapers out there, like the Post and whatnot, that actually tell you what's going on. China has been engaged in buying hundreds of thousands of acres of American farmland. Our most fertile breadbasket, Kentucky, Oklahoma, all over our, as they call it, the flyover states. Although they should call them the most important states because they supply America with the food that we currently stuff into our faces. But I think what I'm going to do in the next couple of months is I'm going to get ahead of the curve here. You know, they talked about flattening the curve. I'm going to get ahead of the curve. I'm going to start studying and learning Mandarin and Cantonese. Because I think it's going to be important in the next year or two. Because I think this administration's this bunch of blithering ideological fools who have very little knowledge of anything outside of their little college bubbles. You know, the Harvard, the Harvard type Ivy League schools. You know, you just want to see how ineffective and useless a college degree is. Look at the Biden administration. Just take a look at what they do. You know, look at the people who they put in their office. It's called the checkbox communication cabinet. You know, from our national security to our communications development department of the, the White House, I mean, is it is it absolutely my opinion? And trust me, it's my opinion. You know, and opinions are like butts. Some of them stink, some of them don't, but everyone has one. So I just look at it this way. They are completely devoid of any ideas that solve a problem. And that's a problem. That is a problem. See, that is a problem. Now, how do we solve that problem, right? I have a solution. Let's vote them out. Okay? We cannot have coups. We cannot have, well, obviously, as uh, (laughs) one of our great nation's national security advisors 
had recently said it takes months, if not years, to plan a coup. So we don't have that kind of time. So I guess we'll just have to vote on it. So, you know, I, I know the January 6th committee is bouncing all over this, but let's get real insurrection, my goodness. You know, but here's the good thing. When the zombie apocalypse comes, they will completely skip Washington because zombies, as everyone knows, eat brains. And there'll be nothing left for them to eat in Washington. So they'll just starve. They'll just starve. It's just, you know, starve, not starve. But now we also heard on this great offensive that China is setting up, we heard John Kirby, the Pentagon, basically and absolutely the insane response. He says, if China said, if Nancy goes to China, that it'll be serious consequences. And I want to quote here. The Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson said, should the U.S. side insist on doing otherwise, China will take strong and resolute measures to safeguard its sovereignty and territorial integrity. And that was by Zhao, Z-H-A-O. You can look it up if you'd really like. So he also went on to further say the U.S. must assume full responsibility for any ensuing consequences. Now, I'm not a foreign ministry expert, but I can tell you that is a threat. People of America, wake up. Turn on your radios. Start practicing your air raid drills. China has just threatened America again. So what did we do? So did we do anything to tell China, knock it off? Did we go back and say to China, you can't tell us what to do? No. What did we do? Well, America has fallen and we can't get up. And Biden and his incompetent, intellectual, devoid administration is out of ideas. They didn't do anything. So America is threatened by China and Biden doesn't hang up the phone. Now, a lot of people would say, well, why would he do that? We need to talk to China. Yeah, but when somebody threatens you and you don't react, what are you, you're the bigger man? So now you're going to say, well, you know what? It's not worth Nancy Pelosi going. When she goes to Asia and Southeast Asia, she's going to go to Japan. So now she's going to avoid Taiwan because China said so. Think about that. How's that going to look? How does it look? How does it look right now? When they're vitiating all over the place, they're bouncing around. Well, I don't know. Well, she may not go. She was thinking of going. It's not a definitive trip. Listen, if you really want some word side salad, they should bring out the Kamala. Bring out the Kamala because she is the chairman of the word side salad. She could tell you about things that you wouldn't understand. It would take weeks to decode it. Now, I'm Again, once again, I'm not a military expert, but she may be speaking in code to other foreign lands. And yet the Chinese and the Russians haven't broke her code yet, because I'm certainly I haven't broken it. When she speaks, I can't understand a word she says. But this Chinese phone call is just the least of our problems right now. Because China has brought up, as I said earlier, American farmlands. So here we go. Let's let China buy all American farmland. They just bought the biggest pork-producing plant. Huh. Wonder how that happens. 
you know, Why don't you uh, just speak Mandarin and Cantonese now? Save some time. Mark, one thing that uh, you're leaving out about the uh, Chinese uh, buying up farmland, look where they're buying it, uh, next door to our military bases. Yeah, and what do you think... What do you think are at those military bases? All of our military secrets, our high-tech drone areas, our high-tech jet areas, our high-tech engine areas. And here's my other concern. Here's my really big concern. If they, and, and this is maybe, listen, I'm a, am I a conspiracy theorist? No. But here's my big concern. If they attain the secrets to our communications, and if they can figure out how to jam our communications, they can effectively cut off our nuclear response to anything they do. Our military communicates to our silos. It's not automatic. They have to communicate. There are people there. There are people maintaining it 24-7, watching America's nuclear weapons. So if they take out our communications, what do we do now? We can't communicate in order to form a response. Well, what if they do something else? What if they actually take over our military nuclear weapons? They only need one. They set one off in the middle of the heartland. I mean, we have not taken China's ability to destroy America seriously. We've let our military dissipate. We're, We're busy with rainbows and campfires and racism and equity and inclusion instead of what does the military do? It's important for the military to do what? Be able to sing around the campfire better? Are they they better able to understand each other? No. The military was set up to be lethal. That's their job. That's the only job our military should have. And you realize... If we are not lethal... And you realize that we're 40 to 60% down in our volunteer military, and a large portion of that is due to what idiot did in Afghanistan. You know, the military is built on taking care of your back and taking care of your men, you know? I've got your back, and you expect your commander-in-chief to have everybody's back. And the debacle in uh, Afghanistan cured a lot of people of feeling secure that our government has their back. But I just want to point out that the, the fact is our military is very capable. Well, I should say was very capable. It's our leadership that is pitiful. It is our leadership because you unleash American military and you unleash American might. We will do what needs to get done. I've met a lot of these guys. And I can tell you, they can handle whatever you throw at them. They adapt and they overcome. Our military is top dog, top notch, well trained. But this garbage about racism and what the other stuff, what business does that have to do with lethality? It doesn't. We better learn that real quick because you know what? China really doesn't care about equity and inclusion. So what I'm going to do is right after this, we're going to come back and we're going to handle it's the economy, stupid. Stay tuned right after these messages. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. 
You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on The Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark on America's Web Radio. So right before the break, it's the economy, stupid. But hey, we can redefine that term too, can't we? Let me just make something really clear at the top of this block. (laughs) The economy is not transitioning. The economy is in severe decline, and we are now in a recession. You cannot spin your way out of this way, You out of this. You cannot spin your way. You cannot spin your way. You cannot spend your way. I mean, they, they're spinning more now than most tops do in their lifetime. You know, I, I have to go back a little bit and just remind you of inflation is transitional until it's not. You know, at what point do we as a country say, holy moly, we have hired an incompetent administration. And as a president, I cannot even imagine for a second any other president having this much incompetence on his administration and not firing these people. It's like, you know, put them in a room and say, okay, I need you in five minutes, come out. And they're walking around the room, they can't get out. This is this is the kind of administration where they all come into the Oval Office and Biden will tell them, get in the corner. And for the next four days, they'll be walking around the Oval Office looking for a corner. Not one of them will say, wait a second, there's no corner in this office. But it's it's the reality that really defines what's going on. And what do I mean by that? Well, let's see. We've had two quarters, not two months, not three months, not four months, not five months. Six months of negative growth. I mean, I'm not the economist, but I can tell you 1.6% in the first quarter and 0.9% in the second quarter. I don't care what you want to call it. You can call it Bugs Bunny for all I care. Well, I don't know if he he certainly would care about that. But the reality is we're in a recession, folks. And for those of you who don't believe that, go to the supermarket. Go to the gas station. Oh, my goodness, gas prices have come down 70%. This is fantastic. Wait a second, Joe. You spent the last year telling us that it was Putin's price hikes. So can I go congratulate Putin now for lowering the gas prices? <laughs> you know, I, I the, and I hate this word, hypocrisy, but it, it kind of fits here. Hypocrisy. You want to take credit for the positive, 
but not the negative. So this is the same thing that happened when he got installed after the election. And he kept claiming since the economy was booming at that time that that was his economy. And then when the economy started to sink after, and let me, let's be clear here. Let's be clear. And I know that's another phrase I can't stand, but let's be clear. The economy didn't start crashing based on its own. Yes, there is a global economy. But when America sneezes, the world catches a cold. So what happened? Did the economy just suddenly take a a dump? No, it didn't. What happened to it? The policies that Joe Biden put into effect you know, they used to say it's it's the it's not the war, it's the pitter patter of little defeats. It has been a consistent, systematic destruction of America. From day one with the XL pipeline, with not giving out permits, with not approving new drilling, with taking Anwar off the table. I mean I could go through the unfortunately this is only an hour show. On the things that he's done wrong in this administration, I could spend five days doing it. But where are we going here? This is, this is the end plan. They're, they're talking about the pain at the pump is good. No, not really. I don't have a limousine. I do fill my tank up every week. And I fill up my daughter's tank every week. And what used to cost me $24 cost me $57, $58 now. And you can say anything you want. You could say it's a global problem or everything else. But here's my other problem. There's something called the strategic reserve. And what everybody's going, well, I know what that, I've heard that before. Yeah, you've heard that before because they've been boasting that they've been releasing millions of gallons of barrels of oil from the strategic reserve, and that's bringing prices down. But let's think about this. Maybe we could redefine that word too. Strategic reserve is for actual emergencies. Now, why do we have the strategic reserve? Well, let me guess. Let me put it in your mind. For the military. For something goes terribly wrong in the world, and we need to have some reserve. Because despite everything, despite all you want to tell me that your windmills and your solar panels are going to produce everything, they're lying to you. They're 100% lying to you. Sort of the best solar panels that are available on the you know, residential markets right now are at 22% efficiency. Some of them are 24% efficiency. If I told you that you could get 24% right on your exam out of 100, would you want that to be your physician, the guy who got 24% out of 100 on his exam? I can tell you what my answer would be. I don't think I'd want my plumber getting 24 out of 100 on any exam. But that's just me. Because obviously I don't understand the Biden administration. So now the painful transition into what's going on. So we have what's called the strategic reserve because it's strategically reserved. It's not meant to artificially lower the cost because of your dumbass policies. Because you cut off the drilling permits. Because you cut off the areas. You cut off the federal lease sales. It takes hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars to develop commercially viable drilling sites. So when they talk about the fact that, you know, oh, my God, this oil company in 
2019 made 21 billion. They didn't tell you in 2020 they lost 19 billion because they don't want you to know the facts because that interferes with their their political gap of reality that they try to shove into your face and say this is what the reality is. You know, our federal chairman, <laughs> he's in La La Land. He must be in the same rainbow and fairy dust land as Janet Yellen, the, the brainiacs of the Biden administration. These are the people in charge of this economy. You know, again, they just raised it. They raised the central bank interest rate, the federal interest rate to 0.75% again. And guess what, folks? It's going to come crashing down right now. They can call it what they want. They can call it recession. But I'm telling you, we're heading down, not up. He can say, oh, unemployment is only at 3.6. Yeah, but you're missing the employment participation rate. Oh, don't talk about that because that's not a good number. So they can solve it any way they want, but here's the basic facts. Start drilling again. Get the economy rolling. Listen, we could have been producing enough oil to give some of it to Europe. Take that burden off of Europe. But no, 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 no. We're funding Russia back again, a billion dollars a day. Listen, they're putting that money right back into destroying Ukraine. Don't think for a second that that's not the way it's going. And then I also, it's reported that uh, Joe Manchin apparently cut a deal. Finally, he caved to the pressure. So they're going to pass this Build Back Broke program. And I don't have all the ideas on it yet or all the brilliant ideas that they've come up with to destroy the rest of America. But they're trying to do it on what's called the reconciliation. So they don't need 60 votes. So they're basically going to try to slam it through with a simple majority. And guess what? At 50-50, Kamala's the, the tie vote, boom, it's out. So how Joe Manchin gave up West Virginia, he represents them. Maybe he forgot that. You know, he's going to bash West Virginia. And, and this is really surprising because I really thought he was going to be the holdout that saves America. But this is just simply stupid. They're all acting stupid. I mean, they're just, what do you do in the middle of a recession? If you, it, it, here's the other question. If you can't identify the problem and you can't recognize the problem, how are you ever going to solve the problem? The answer is they're not going to solve the problem because they don't really care. They are trying to transition America into something it will never be. Listen. In 30 years, maybe if solar panels and windmills are better and they're more efficient and the technology is caught up with what we're asking them to do, that's okay. Listen, if solar energy was truly better and if it was truly reliable, Americans are pretty smart. We would jump right on board. But you know what? I'm sorry, I don't have an extra $62,000 to spend on a Tesla. And now here's the other problem, folks. Let's get even real more real. I love to be real more real. So what do you do when there's another, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 megawatts needed to plug in my car and my other 30, 40, 50, 60 neighbors who have electric cars? So what are we going to do? Turn off our refrigerators while we charge our cars? They're not thinking this through. 
You know, they're letting AOC, it's, it's like the tail wagging the dog. They're letting the barista set the green policy in America. Good luck with this. You know, it's not going to happen. But I don't understand why they continue to go forward with this. That's the funny part, is they just keep going. So little weenie Joe gave in. Manchin gave in to Schumer. Chuck has no idea what's going on. I mean, listen, where was Chucky and AOC and all the New York representatives, Hakeem Jeffries? Where were they all when Jose Alba, the bodega, as Jill Biden calls it, not bodega, when he was charged with attempted murder and murder for defending himself in the bodega? Well, no, they were nowhere to be found because that's a politically charged issue. But, hey... I digress. So right now we have China buying up everything. We have China threatening America. I mean, Biden looking like a grenade to every other Democrat. You know, they're staying away and running for their lives. But right before your eyes, we voted for Biden. Well, some of us did. We don't know. (laughs) We still haven't figured that one out. You know, listen, we got hoodwinked. Okay, so what do we do now? Can we extricate our heads out of our butts and vote for the conservatives, or are we going to continue down the same stupid road? Listen, at some point, if the bridge isn't complete and you keep on going, you're going off the side. We we really can't, you know, you cannot redefine the truth. You can change words. Apparently, the Democrats are great at that. Recession, find it as two quarters of negative growth. Now, all of a sudden, that's no longer a good definition. You can't redefine your way out of this. Again, going back to is you can't recognize the problem. I don't actually believe that the Democrats are this stupid. I don't. I believe they they think they can hoodwink America again. Listen, they got us to vote for Biden from his basement. But here's another theory. Here's what we're going to look at when we come back after the messages. But... We're going to look at this, and we're going to take a look at China's buying up our farmland. China's telling us what to do, where to travel, what to go. Do they have something on Joe Biden and his son? Because this just seems outrageous, that he wouldn't turn around and tell China. Can you imagine, and I know I shouldn't bring up his name, but can you imagine China telling Donald Trump, don't let your Speaker of the House come to Taiwan? Or you're going to get it. Trump would send the entire arsenal to stand by Taiwan while Pelosi walked around in their main square. Because you did it. In fact, honestly, they would have never said that to Trump. And that's the difference, folks. Listen, when you order food from the restaurant that has fantastic food, and you love that food, and it makes your party fantastic. You may hate the delivery guy who brings that food to you, but that food made your entire day. It made your party fantastic. That's what I think about Trump. He's the delivery guy. His policies were phenomenal. It made America better. It made my life better. It made my clients' lives better. And it made America more prosperous. And we were going up and up and up. And now all of a sudden, we're headed in the opposite direction. Why? I don't know. So when we come back, we're going to talk about 
justice right after these messages. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives, as a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. You're listening to Mark the Shark on America's Web Radio, the most eclectic mix of conservative radio. And I want to just jump right in here. So you can't believe it's actually happening. I thought about this this weekend. Right, right now as we speak, it's actually happening. I'm Mark the Shark, and here now the news. America's justice is confirmed dead. In an assault by Merrick Garland, this country was killed in an effort to sustain Hunter Biden. So now let's discuss the Hunter Biden issue and justice. So this week and I believe a couple weeks before as they were going on, it's been reported that the Justice Department is now seizing high-level officials of the Trump administration's cell phones so they've taken Putin's price hikes and now converted it into Merrick Garland's Justice Department. So now they've learned from Putin, kill your opposition, jail your opposition, and you have no opposition. So the great unifier, Joe Biden, has he been kidnapped? So let me just explain something to Merrick Garland. And this is the way I see it, quite frankly. It's my opinion, and I'll take full responsibility for my opinion. What I think is if the Justice Department, and there's been talk about this now, they have claimed that they opened a criminal investigation from the January 6th incident with President Trump. Well, let me just tell you something. If political speech in this country becomes a crime, we're gone. We're done. Stick a fork in us. Hello, North Korea. If just if the Justice Department goes after President Trump on another sham prosecution stemming from this garbage on January 6th, 
I fear this will be the end of the country. This will be a complete breakdown of the country. This country will then be at war. And I fear that, honestly, I think that violence will break out. You have half the country that, first of all, believes that there was some shenanigans and there was a lot of evidence of it. But as you know, the courts all threw that out. And now they claim, well, because the courts threw it out, it's wrong. Well, no, not exactly. There was a lot of shenanigans in the elections. So now they go after Trump. But here's what I think is going to happen. What I think they're going to use is they're going to go after Biden. And what do I mean by Biden? Hunter Biden. Nah, they've had the laptop for three years. Yeah, I know the FBI's buried it. And now there's a whole bunch of other stuff coming out that maybe the agents at the FBI buried the information. You know, listen, that'll work itself out. Eventually, maybe someone with a brainstem will look into it. But for right now, don't hold your breath. It, it ain't happening. You have an endemic. You want to talk about systemic problems? That's your problem right there. The FBI is delusional. It is completely delusional. They have taken their honest efforts and their brilliant record and thrown it in the toilet, all for political gain and for political operatives. You have political operatives in there. But what's interesting is if you ever come across somebody who's just can't stand Donald Trump as the president and, oh, my God, thinks he was the worst guy on the planet, and you ever ask them, hey, what did Donald Trump do that was so bad? You get the Jackie Gleason routine. Hamada, 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 hamada. They don't have an answer. They can't point to a single item, not a single item that he did that somebody would say, hmm, okay, that's a fact. That makes sense. But what they're doing is they're trying to make sure. Listen, if he goes head to head with Biden in 2024, first of all, I, I think we're wasting a lot of air and time even thinking that he's going to run again because I don't think he needs it. He may do it based on his patriotism and his duty to country, Trump. But as far as Biden goes, forget it. He's not running in 2024. I've heard numerous Democrats this week. In fact, the, the, the radical Cory Bush, AOC, well, we'll see. We'll get to that bridge. And I'm not going to answer that question. She said, Cory Bush, I love that interview. You have to look for her interview. It was great. Are you going to support President Biden if he runs for a second term? I, I'm not going to answer that question. I don't have time. We have to go. Well, it won't take that much time. No, we have to go. Not answering the question. Listen, we all know he's not running a second term. It's kind of like they want to redefine recession. Hey, so why doesn't he announce? Well, because I think it would kill the second. It, it, listen, they apparently played the... Um, congressional baseball game yesterday and uh that that might be a foreshadowing of the the elections in 2022 coming up because apparently the republicans beat the democrats 10 to nothing even though the democrats at one point flipped the bird to the dugout of the republicans i saw but this is the problem we don't have a plan anymore in this country we have reactive government our government used to plan for things that used to happen. They used to be ahead of the ball. We don't do anything in this country until the ball rolls over us now. Look at the gas price issue. You know, he knew that this was going to be a problem. You could see it coming. But what does he do? The first day he gets in office, XL pipeline, gone. Anwar, off the table, Take get rid of that. 
And now banks are targeting oil companies and not investing them, not allowing them to have access to capital on a political basis. Let me tell you, when I find out who those banks are, and if we have proof of that, I'm going to bring it to you. I'm going to bring it to you next week. But this was one of the funniest things I've heard this week. This was, I saw this on, uh, I guess, her television, Mayor Bowser of D.C. This was probably, if I had to say, I've heard a lot of funny things under the Biden administration and from Democrats, but this was hysterical. Mayor Bowser. Remember, she didn't want the National Guard during the January 6th protests. Yeah, she didn't want to call them out. But now she needs the National Guard to come in because of the humanitarian crisis in Washington. Why? Because Vegas and Texas have been sending, it looks like, <clears throat> let me see, looks about 4,000 immigrants. Um, let me see, 4,000 minus 1.7 million. Okay, so Texas and Las Vegas and California have had 1.7 million illegal crossings that I've actually known about. They claim there's another half a million that are gotaways, which means basically that they can't find them. They were never stopped, but they crossed over. She's complaining that this is a humanitarian crisis with 4,000 that were shipped to Washington. And she says they were tricked into coming into the United States and tricked into getting on a bus. No, Mayor Bowser, that reality can't be redefined either. I know that Democrats are becoming experts at redefining things. You know, and, and honestly, I originally thought Governor Abbott's idea of sending illegal migrants, and they're not migrants, by the way, because migration goes both ways and seasonal. This is illegal aliens invading our country. But I originally thought his idea of busing them to Washington was a dumb idea. Quite frankly, I thought it was a political stunt. But you know what? I stand corrected, and I apologize to you, Governor Abbott. You were correct. You were 100% correct. Spread out the stupidity amongst the Democratic governors and the Democratic mayors, and Eric Adams joined in. Oh, my God, we can't. Our homeless shelters are packed. We can't put our own homeless people in. Well, wait a second. Weren't you guys working on the homeless? Weren't you guys solving that problem years ago? I mean, listen, not for nothing. Put that in the same basket as the climate change. I, I think 14 years ago they said we'd be dead in 12 years. I mean, I'm not dead yet. I don't know about the rest of you, my listening audience. You shouldn't be dead either. If you're listening to this, trust me, you're not dead. But this was hysterical. She wants the National Guard, and she's calling on FEMA to get involved to help her. I mean, can you get any more stupid ideas? You think it's Governor Abbott's and Las Vegas and Texas's problem? No. It's the Biden administration problem. There's a solution. Joe, this is your brain talking. Build the wall. Let me say it again, Joe, because I know there's an echo in here. Echo, 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 echo. Build the wall. Stop the invasion. It's just incredible sometimes. You know, some of the things that you see in this country going on right now, it's time for a change. But I just want to finish up a little bit here. I want to jump on board Saturday night last week, a 16-year-old in New York City attacked a New York City police officer. And if you don't believe me, look at the video. He brutally was punching and beating this officer. And he had 
allegedly reported, and I'll use that phrase because he hasn't been convicted yet, two prior pending charges, one including having a loaded firearm. Guess he didn't get the restrictive gun laws and read through them that uh, we have in New York. I guess he didn't get that memo. Yeah, well, he was fighting, punching the police officer, and guess what happened? He was out on the streets again almost faster than the officer was released from the hospital. You want to stop crime, you want to get serious, America, stop voting for the morons in the Democratic cities who put these policies into effect. Light on crime equals more crime. This is not a recession, right? This is not a crime problem, right? Yeah, no, it is. Reality has a way of coming back and biting you in the butt. America's unraveling. You see it in law enforcement every day. There's no longer equally administered justice. There's no longer anything in this country that we can point to that says it's positive. And the law in this country is not racist. It's not put together in a racist manner that you would think. Reality is that racism is not the law that they are claiming. And racism is not an economic distraught racism. That's not our existential threat. Climate change is not our existential threat. The killing of Americans is an existential threat. The outrageous crime that goes on without bail, that's an existential threat. Go try to walk through Manhattan the other day. You know what? All the good people in New York, I should say, carry your weapons. Because the bad guys carry theirs. And there's no, no, nothing. There's no accountability. Zero. So what happens? We elect these officials. They have great words. Eric Adams, oh, he's going to fix it. He was a transit cop, I believe. He was going to fix everything. And guess what? Yep, 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 yep. Nothing. Nothing. Listen, if you want to see America turn around, it's a mess. You need to get real. You need to vote the idiots out and put in people. Not what they say, but what they do. Look at their record. And I'm talking about from the judges who are letting these guys out to the people you put in charge as mayors, to the people you put into Congress and the Senate. Look at who they are. Look at what they've done, not what they tell you when the election comes up. You know, I try to give you guys a little bit of information to make your lives better, but sometimes you just got to do it yourself. Look up your locals. Look up your officials. See what they're doing. If they're not doing the right thing, get them out. So that pretty much brings us to the end of the show this week. I want to thank everybody for listening and for America's Web Radio giving me the platform to get the information out to you that may make your lives a little better. And Hopefully everybody has a great week. And Bite of Reality, signing off. We'll be back next week with Mark the Shark. Enjoy your weekend. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.